<laughs> CJ, you're going to start off with a round of applause. Uh, thank you, thank you. You have officially won the stakes. It's an honor. I mean, I, as the only two-time winner. He's not wrong, folks. <laughs> He's not wrong. This is honestly the highlight of my podcasting career. Better than the first one, huh? I, I think it is, because now I think it's it's confirmed that I am better than you. I am two-thirds better than you. Well, now I have to go back and check the overall records, maybe. That's true. The craziest but, thing about but this... But you don't, don't have to do that. No, I'm not going to do that, because you're probably better than me anyway. <laughs> the craziest thing about this is that all year, we pick these games, and like I would say about half of them are about the same, because you know sometimes you just take the, the one we think is the easy one. It's always wrong anyway. But going okay. into this last week, I was 42 and 43, and you were 43 and 42. So after the <laughs> that was after we picked 15 games. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> we had and like the fact that we were at 50 percent or roughly, that's in itself impressive. Like I've I've seen because now like all like they're they're doing what we're doing now. Yes, and all these national. Gambling experts, quote unquote, <laughs> are talking about like their final records on the season, and I saw people that were like a dozen games under five hundred, like experts. I feel like they're always around five hundred, no matter what. Is because, and I realized this, and this will actually be a good segue with the sports betting becoming legal in New York. Even just in the handful of days of doing. NFL, college football, and NBA bets. Like, it's crazy how good these odds makers are. And it's not just over under. Like, Austin Eckler was uh, 64 and a half was his over under for rushing. You know what he finished with? 64 yards. How do they know like, these things? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. And I don't get it at all. It freaks me out, to be honest. Yeah, it, it's it's confusing, it's baffling, and <laughs> like, and it's it would be one thing. I like I could understand it if it was just like Austin Eckler averages sixty four yards, so like sixty four and a half makes sense. Yeah, but like, he'll his projection will be sixty four and a half one game, and then eighty four and a half the next game. And I'm like, well, what what's changed? <laughs> like, I mean, obviously you're playing a different team, but like. There are times where I'm like, oh, they're playing a, a good run defense. That means he'll probably have a lower over or uh, over under. And then it's bigger. And I'm like, well, who, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Or even Alabama, Georgia. Georgia was two and a half point favorites. And people were like, what is happening here? Alabama beat them like a few weeks ago. And then Georgia wins by double. You know how much money they probably made on that game? Because everyone bet Alabama. Yeah, like, people bet Georgia the first time around. It, but even then, it was probably, like, from what I heard, it was, like, 50-50 where, you know, and it's always tough with Alabama the same way it was with the Patriots and, like, the Lakers yeah. and the Heat back when it was the big three. Like, people just don't like them, so they're going to bet against them. Right. But in terms of, like, who people thought would win, it was pretty 50-50 for the last game. But this time, it was, like, overwhelming Alabama. <laughs> yeah. And... Of course, the odds makers know more than us. Well, they always do. Um, trying to figure this out. I have all of our old records. <laughs> I think my organization's bad now. You should have seen it back then. Holy moly. 
See, I was going to say it's actually surprisingly good, considering you just throw stuff down in a notebook. Like, you're usually able to find stuff pretty quickly. Yeah, I have last year's records. Uh, I went 44 and 41, and you went 43 okay. and 42. Oh, so if you beat me by a game, and then I beat you by, what, a game this year? No, you beat me by a couple more than a game. But, like, oh, okay. that was, yeah, going into the last week, you were up two games, and I went 5-0. and oh. Yeah, that was wild. I uh, know this year we finished CJ final forty six and forty four. Thank you, thank you. And I finished forty three and forty seven, so three games back. I'll take the one clap. That's perfectly fine. I just can't believe how close we are. Like after the entire year, every year, right? Because I I don't remember exactly what it was the first year, but I don't think it was impossible for you to catch me in the last week. Yeah. No, I was like, yeah, yeah, one game back this year. It's like, anyway. Yeah. So that brings me to the other point, actually. But first, before we get into anything else five minutes in, we have to do NHL power rankings. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I think it's oh, your turn. Because I, yeah. I did the studying for three weeks. So right. now it's your turn to... <laughs> Crap. Now that they actually played hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, it. Should be harder for me, but all right. Here's the uh, thing: I stopped uh, looking up the NHL power rankings. Uh, I retired from that, so you're not you're not gonna look them up. The <laughs> no, no. I was just saying, like I I would know them off the top of my head normally, but I have to look them up because I stopped. Oh right, right, right. I this gotcha. week they have a a Disney World attraction for every single team. Ooh. Holy crap, CJ! You're screwed. Oh no! All right, whenever you're ready. <laughs> Actually, you're not—you're right, number- not completely screwed. This is in- wait—is right. this from this past week? Oh jeez, what's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, when would, this was 14 hours ago. All right, ESPN, don't start yelling at me. I'm going to pause that video so it doesn't start yelling at me. All right, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say number five is the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay. Uh, number four. Is the Minnesota Wild? So I think that they were surprisingly high. Yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, number four or number three? Number three. I'll go with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, hold on. Pause right there. So I just realized I'm not writing any of these down, and I need to. Oh, jeez, that's an important part of this. Uh, yeah, uh, because I'm not going to remember. I thought I was like I can remember this, and then you said the Wild, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> okay, and three, you had who? Did I say anybody yet? Did I, did I say Toronto or Tampa? You said Toronto. I, I don't know. We'll go with Toronto. We'll go with Toronto. I know it's Toronto. I, like, I wouldn't be wrong. Fair. All right. Uh, number two is what I'm on? Yep. I'm going to go with the Rangers because they've been playing pretty well lately. Nice. Okay. That that one I, I actually know. Okay. The Rangers have been playing well. Yeah. And number one, of course, is... If you're not on yet, what are you waiting for? We've been telling you all year. Hop aboard the pan wagon. He's not wrong, folks. Get on that pan wagon. All right, so here we go. We're going to start with the uh, Red Wings. All right. Who are 2022. 20, that seems like it's an improvement. Uh, dude, last week was nuts. We missed last <laughs> week, and everything changed last week. I'm just going to say that. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, the Red Wings were one up, or went down a spot from 21. Uh, the most okay. surprising team in dead last is the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, 
I don't know. I just said that. Okay. Number five, you have the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, uh, wait, I had the Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. The actual ranking for the Hurricanes is number one. Oh, okay. I mean, that's I, I'm i in the top five. See, I was going in reverse order. Oh, when I okay. Five, I meant one. Okay, well, if that's the case, number four, you have the Minnesota Wild. Oh, no. Who are... Oh, no. Number 11. <laughs> okay, I think that ties you for the worst. Gap? Yeah. I'll just say it does. That's fine by me. I think you might be 13, though. <laughs> uh, they're number 11. You had them okay. uh, at 4. They were number 10 last week, so they fell off in the past couple weeks. Huh. Uh, number- I'm going to look and see if I can find what it was two weeks ago, because I do feel like they were up there. Yeah, no, they definitely were. Um... Number three is or number three you had the Maple Leaves. Maple Leaves are four, so nice job. Nice, I'll take that. Number two you had the Rangers, who are number six. Not bad. Alright. And number one you had the Panthers, who are number two. So you did decently well outside All the right, wild. That's pretty good. The Wild were five the last time we did this. Yeah, and they went down to ten, now they're eleven. I should have known that. They've been struggling the past couple of weeks, which I totally knew. Uh, the biggest leap, I guess, from two weeks ago is the Avalanche, my second favorite team, who are now in third. <laughs> they were in fourth last That's week. Good. I don't know what they were two weeks ago, but they were struggling. I guess they must have gotten everybody uh, back. They were six a couple weeks ago, uh, but they were ten the week before uh, So that. they've just been steady climbing. It's all about getting healthy. Getting healthy at the right time. Everybody knows that. Um, every team has a Disney World attraction, so we'll just go through these real quick. Uh, the Rangers' yeah. Disney World attraction is the Jungle Cruise. Interesting. Uh, I don't know what that means. A classic ride mirror imagined for 2021 and 2022 with exciting new twists and on all the stuff your parents used to enjoy. In other words, they can stop talking about Brian Leach or, yeah. and uh, Mike Richter because those characters have updated to Adam Fox and Igor <laughs> Chesterkin. Nailed it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Are they comparing each team to a, a Disney ride? Yeah, I don't totally understand how they're going about doing that. The Hurricanes are just churros. <laughs> I don't saw that one. The, the, uh, the Red Wings are Spaceship Earth. Like the winged wheel, Ooh, that's a large cool, right? geodesic sphere has been an iconic image for decades, housing a journey of history through itself. It's currently undergoing a lengthy renovation while remaining open. Now, the end of the result should be extraordinary. Hey, I'll take that. You know the, you know the giant globe at Epcot? Yeah. That's Spaceship Earth. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, the Red Wings are that. That's awesome. Um, Let's see. What are, what are some of the... Ooh, Expedition Everest is the Blue Jackets. That's uh, Alyssa's favorite ride at Disney. Okay, what's the uh, Blue Jack? What are they all about right now? The roller coaster, you ride forward and then backward. <laughs> Just when you think it's over, things get interesting. Like when you're a team that has won five out of 15 times trailing after two periods, the most of any team in the NHL this season. Wow. We have the, uh, uh, for the avalanche, we have the Astro Orbiter piloting a high flying rocket ship to the stars until you realize the aforementioned rocket ship is tethered to a pole with a metal bar. And you have been unable to truly take off when it matters. In fact, you just keep going in circles. They're the number three team. Yeah, that's a little. That seems a little negative. Um, 
stupid. Why the, some of these are food? It's very weird. The Arizona Coyotes, who, as we discussed earlier, for some odd reason, aren't last up on here. They're the entrance line. Oh no! <laughs> the last uh-huh. place you want to be—a tedious wait before you're allowed to have fun again, with impatient little rugrats pulling on your shirt, asking when they can finally get their mouse ears. There's no skipping the queue with the lightning lane. I mean, is that worse than Buffalo Sabres being the Buffalo chicken spring rolls? Yeah, yeah, like, what is that? (laughs) That's amazing. What are, where, let's see. Pirates of the Caribbean is the Flyers. Ooh, Splash Mountain is the Blackhawks. For a few reasons, but we'll go with that whole undergoing a five-story drop after being at the top of the mountain. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Shout out to this guy. He's no Emily Kaplan, but he is, uh... Greg Wyshynski. Yeah, he certainly got creative with it. Yeah, no. Uh, the Florida Panthers are the Mad Tea Party. From December 14th to January 8th, the Panthers had an average of 8.4 total goals in their games. They were 16-0-0 when leading after two periods and have rallied for a point in 5-12 in games which they have trailed after two periods. Like the teacups, a dizzying experience. See, that felt like too much hockey analysis for me. Yeah, I just give me Disney rides. I don't need any uh, hockey stuff. The o- the Edmonton Oilers who have fallen off the face. Of, yeah, they they've fallen off the face of the cliff. By the way, let me just throw that yeah, out. Yeah, they really have, and now they're getting Evander Kane, who's very controversial. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if he's controversial. I think he's just a jerk. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, but apparently, who's on that team? Which one? The Oilers. Yeah, that's Connor McDavid. Yeah. And, uh, Leon, what's his face? Apparently McDavid's just basically out there playing by himself right now, though, so they need anybody to help him. Well, he's got one other guy. That Leon guy is, like, number two in the MVP voting. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, funny. but it's, it's literally just those two. I'm pretty sure their goalie sucks, or their goaltending has sucked. Um, oh, man, I got a good one, if you don't have one. Yeah, what do you got? I have the Seattle Kraken, who are the pin trading cuts. Okay. Where you trade pins. Quote, hey, the last time we were here, we saw a bunch of pins get traded. Next quote, well, the pins, the pin traders had four years to prepare for us, so there were no trades available. Next quote, so you were expecting the same kinds of pins to be available like last time, but no one was offering them, and you just decided to not inquire any pins at all? Next quote, correct. We're trying to make sure there's room on the lanyard next summer in case some pins we really want become available. Next quote, okay, keep telling yourself that. Love it. <laughs> what do you think he means by that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did they not take anybody? Sorry, did they not take anybody good in the expansion draft? Is that what that means? I, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, there, was, there was a lot going on there. <laughs> um, the Pittsburgh Penguins. This is actually a very good one, in my opinion. Uh, they are. It's a small world, which. Are you familiar with? It's a small world after all. Exactly. You basically sit on a little boat and go through as a bunch of animatronic, like, doll-sized humans from all over the world are singing that song on repeat. Okay. Seems like a miserable life to be one of those dolls. (laughs) Um, It says, oh, you think it's safe to leave it out of your plans? Just forget it exists because you've seen it so many times? Well, this international menagerie, Canada, the United States, Russia, Finland, Sweden... Czechia? Yeah, sure. Even Latvia. 
Won't be ignored just because you think the iconic ride is past its expiration date. That's a good one. Yeah. What do you think he means by that? <laughs> Penguins, man. Uh, the Golden Knights are Star Wars Galaxy Edge, a multi-million dollar world of imagination that offers thrill r- thrilling rides, lasting memories, and the unwavering feeling that it never goes as quite as far as you'd like it to go. And that weird feeling in your stomach about the Golden Knights in the playoffs is not because you drank too much blue milk. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, the blue milk is pretty good. All right, keep the Star Wars jokes Star Wars fans. Not you, CJ, this guy. Right. Uh, I am just, I feel like, if you have any more, we can go, but I feel like a good one to end it on is the yeah. Carolina Hurricanes. Who are number one being churros? Because that, <laughs> it doesn't seem like the compliment that it would be being the number one. Yes, yeah, so please tell me about the churros. They're not always right in front of you. You have to know where to find them. But once you do, the variety of flavors and the absolute sugar high you get from them makes churros better than anything else in the park. That is awful. I've never been to Disney. I can tell you that is wrong. Uh, like, I don't... I, I haven't had a churro. We talked about getting a churro, but we didn't actually get the churro. So I think that kind of... I mean, I guess that kind of backs up what they're saying, because like, you have to go out of your way to watch the hurricanes, and you have to go out of your way to get the churro. But like... I'm not going out of my way to get the churro. There's too many, like, the popcorn there is delicious. I got a turkey leg last time. Oh, nice. a churro over just a giant turkey leg I can <laughs> stuff down my gut. <laughs> also, why is nobody the turkey leg? It's like that, to me, is the Disney staple food. Really? More than the churro? <laughs> More than the churro. But here's the thing. Next time you go, you have to get the churro. I know, I will. For the I'll podcast try. alone, you need to get it. Yeah, I'll do it live. Like, I'll record myself eating the churro. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can, see, I can see how this is number one. You just start drooling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Can we talk about something not sports related? I mean, of course, it is sports and stuff. You might not like this. Oh, no. no. So this is at least two podcasts in a row where you just started cleaning your ears in the middle of it. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll find my little ear cleaner thing, two ninety nine on Amazon. I'll find it right next to my computer, and I just start going. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, clearly you keep it next to the computer you do the podcast from. Yeah. Hey, hey. I keep the ears clean. Hey, you got to do it. I saw these videos where, like, people would, like, actually clean their ears, not with Q-tips, and apparently it does wonders. So I tried this thing, and I think my ears are just clean, because this thing doesn't do much. Yeah. Except for gives your good, inside of your ears a good scratch. Have you ever, like, got a good yeah. scratch on the inside of your ear? Right, it's a, it's a good feeling, a good ear cleaning. I'm also nervous that one day I'm just going to go too far and just pop my eardrum, and then I'm going to start crying. Yeah, yeah, that, that wouldn't be good. I that I have a hole in my right eardrum, that's why I can't hear out of that Oh, that's probably fitting it. Oh, God. Oh, God. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I hope not. It's like whenever I use a Q-tip in that ear, I make sure not to go near the eardrum because I'm like, I don't uh, want to risk any more damage here. Uh, it's freaking me out. Ugh. But what, what more damage could you do, you know? It's a bigger hole, I guess, but if you can't hear out of it anyway, you might as well just go for it. Right. It's a hole's a hole. No, 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 no. I take that back. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Thank whew. you for saying something. <laughs> yeah, I, wow. Uh, I guess we can go back to football. 
Goodness gracious. We could try. <laughs> this past week, um, I didn't watch any football because what? Packers clinched the one seed. <laughs> you didn't watch the Lions beat up on the number one seed Packers? No, it wasn't on TV. And then I like tried to pull yeah. up like did one of the streaming services and went low and I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Our hearts really try to watch Jordan Love. Yeah. Versus... I mean he threw a touchdown pass six yards in front of him and the guy ran for fifty yards. That was disappointing to yeah. see. See if I didn't I didn't watch the game, so I was like, Oh, he threw a fifty six yard touchdown pass. Must have been a bomb. And then I watched right. highlights and it wasn't a bomb, it was a little dump down I'm pass. Pretty sure he caught it behind the line of scrimmage. Anyway. Rodgers played good, though. And the only biggest thing was everybody was healthy, and we are getting our guys back, and that's all I can ask for. Yeah, and I think that this season has gone as well as it could for the Packers at this point in terms of – I mean, obviously your main goal is to win the Super Bowl this year, and if you do, you won't care as much about the offseason. Right. But a big part of the this season was we need to make Rodgers want to stay here. Yeah, and I think and, we've done that. Yeah, like it's we're not in his head, so it's hard to say one way or the other. But like, what could he be looking at and saying that that's a better spot for me? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he seems to like all the players. All the players like him. Fans love him. He go else. I mean, I know he's been controversial this season, but I still feel like if you went anywhere, the fans would love him just because, like, hey, our team just got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, (laughs) like I, I'm trying to think of teams that I would look at and say with Rodgers, they're better than the Packers were this year, and the only one that I can really come up with is Pittsburgh. The Colts would be interesting. Yeah, the Colts would be a good one, too. But, but you, like, the Packers' defense is on the up right now. Like, I feel like next year they're is. just going to be better than they were this year. Well, defense is every other year. Well, and they've been... See, that's the thing, CJ. They, they're beating your little, little uh, formula here, because they were great, and then they were bad. So they finished more towards the middle than towards the top. So next year, next next year, they could be at the tippy top. You know what I mean? Right, that's true. As long as you're not all the way at the top, and they weren't, you can still it could still be different the next year by being better. Exactly. See, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, and I think at one point we decided defense is every other year. If I say so. Yeah, it is. At the end of the day, you are in charge of all of this. Right, so you know, I th- I think you might be right though. I think the Packers got a shot to be uh, top top three defense in the league next year. I'm calling it right now. Wow, love that. This makes me happy. Hopefully, we win the Super Bowl and that happens. Unfortunately, it'll be without Rodgers. Ah, <laughs> wouldn't that be so infuriating? No, because like, Jordan Love would be the greatest. 2011. <laughs> no, Jordan Love would just be amazing, and it wouldn't. It'd be like Rodgers never left. Actually, it would, yeah. it would be exactly like Rodgers left because we'd have a better quarterback. That's true. It would be like Favre leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, wow, it happened again. Oops, got another quarterback. That's the best ever. Um, I'm guessing, and we don't have to talk too much more about it because it was really a boring game on top of not mattering for really either team at the end of the day. But I'm, I assume that you're not concerned about Jordan Love's story, or at least any more concerned. I, at least from that game, I don't know why it would be worth no, he actually – let's check out his box score. He, uh, yeah, he threw two interceptions. Oh, that's not great. Uh, and one touchdown, which, as we said, was behind the line of scrimmage or at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not worried about it. It's like – I don't know. I There's not much to say about Jordan Love. He played that one game yeah. uh, without knowing he was going to play. It's against the Chiefs. Scored seven points. Right. He didn't look great. He played this game where he got a half of a game. Still probably didn't play much. 
don't know. Right. There's not much to say about him. Yeah, I mean, he's not getting first-team reps. He's got no chemistry. And I don't think Adams was on the field for the second half either, so that's obviously a big difference. Um, no, and you had people I'd never even heard of out there catching passes, so. Right. Like, <laughs> as always, you would like him to come out and throw for four touchdowns. Have the Matt Flynn get... yards in the second half. <laughs> right. But, like, you can't... Look at Matt Flynn now, huh? React. Right, and, like, Matt Flynn's a good example is... The Seahawks and people in general, but the Seahawks were the ones that paid him. Overreacted <laughs> to one good game, so you can't overreact to one bad game. Yeah. like it's just. The Lions' you know, defense is really good too. So. Yeah, it's actually the Lions finished the season very strong, and as a Packers fan that doesn't hate the Lions, it's kind of exciting, right? Like Dan Campbell is finally getting the team going a little bit here. And <laughs> well, here's they might win like five games. Next. The allure of liking the Lions is that they're never good. So, like, right. if they actually start to get good, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but like, they would have to get pretty good for you to not like them, right? Like, yeah, if they were the Bears of a couple years ago, where like they were in the playoffs, but they were still the Bears. Yeah. Like, yeah, Bears. like I say, if like obviously, like if the Lions made the playoffs. And, like, say the Packers didn't, I'd probably root for the Lions. Right. Yeah, like, or at least not root against them. Yeah, I'd be like, like, all right. The Bears and the Vikings. Yeah, I don't like the Bears and the Vikings at all. Does every sport that you have a rooting interest in have that team in your division? Like, is it the Orioles or the Blue Jays that, like, you yeah. kind of root for? No, it's, the, it's the Blue Jays, I would say. Maybe it's just the Blue is there teams. A soccer team that, I don't know. You don't really have divisions, right? You have no, you have one giant league. Um, no, not really. I don't like any of the bottom. I mean, I don't like any of the good teams. The bottom teams right. are just bad, and you beat them every time, so it really doesn't matter. Right, it doesn't really. <laughs> there's, no, there's no good reason to get behind rooting for Although, wouldn't that be kind of fun? Like, if I became a soccer fan, I think I'd root for, like, West Bromley or something. <laughs> just so when they finally got good, I could be like, hey, <laughs> like, I've been rooting for them. The, is, the issue is like that doesn't happen, and like, because the Premier, the Premier League's had, like, six good teams forever and it's the same six good teams like that's the bad part about soccer yeah they like the interesting thing is the uh newcastle they just got bought by the most richest people in the world so like right. they could actually become decent but, like for the most part it's like the top six teams and then nobody else why is that uh just because they would get the most money because they win the most and then they just invest that money into better players and then they just take the good players that are on smaller teams and put them on their team because they just have there's so no much money. Yeah, there's no rules. <laughs> Would you like to see that, or are you good with it? I mean, my team's 10 points up on the table. They're the richest. <laughs> right. He was the richest owner in the world. Now this Newcastle group of people is the richest owners in the world. But, I mean, I have no complaints. Ask Tom, yeah. though. I, but, like, even his team is one of the good ones. Well, his right? team is technically the best of all time. They're like the Yankees of soccer. Right. Um. So, yeah, he he would probably. I mean, I don't know. Parody school, like the one year Leicester won. Yeah, I mean, they were right. ten thousand to one odds to win the Premier League, and they won it. That's probably the craziest upset upset in sports history that people don't right. really talk about. Like the fact that yeah, that team right. won the Premier League is the craziest thing that pretty much ever happened in sports. But like, I think that it's not as shocking in America because like 
look at the Browns. Uh, last year they were in the playoffs, and two years before that they were winning one game over the yeah. last two seasons. So, like, we're so used to, like, why is it weird that a team won the league? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. what teams do. <laughs> yeah, no, soccer's, soccer's different that way. Unless, like, a team can get, like, this super young guy that they just make sure gets nowhere else and he's good enough to just break the mold, like a Messi or Ronaldo type guy that's just going to – because then, like, you break the mold and you finish higher up on the table, you get more money for your team, and then you can invest in better players. I guess that's how that could work. Is it guys – is it smaller teams, like, when they do find guys that are decent that they could potentially build around, do they then just sell them to the richer teams for money? Yep. See, that would really annoy me. Like, even even in baseball, like, I know that we always make fun of teams like the Rays for being that team that, like, they develop these guys and then they trade them yeah. later on. But, like, they're, they're also not that. Like, they keep some guys to be competitive. They're not trading Wander Franco this offseason right. because no. they're going to be able to get a ton of money for him. You're 100% like, right. But in soccer, it's weird because, like, they'll start these kids out at 13. Yeah. They'll find this 13-year-old who's, like, the next big thing, and they'll put him in their academy system. And then that kid will grow right. up on, in Real Madrid's academy system until he's ready to go on the main team when he's, like, 18. So like, I would love to hear stories from the kids who were, like, taken out of regular school for these soccer academies <laughs> and then didn't end up being anything. Yeah. Like, Messi, like Messi, was taken, and... Messi was taken to Barcelona when he was, like, 8 from Argentina. Yeah, like... What is? I wonder what it is about soccer where it's like, yeah, you can kind of tell that this guy's going to be really good even though he's 12. Imagine like just being like a six-year-old and your like parents take you to like soccer. You're going up against a six-year-old Messi who's just <laughs> torching everyone. Yeah, I don't get it. Like soccer is the one sport. Like I've always had the debate of can – is it possible that the greatest quarterback to ever live – just never played football right and like yeah i I think that's possible yeah i don't think it's possible no there's too many soccer like you'll know if you're good and like people will find you i don't know like like they found Messi in argentina and brought him over to spain like right i guess don would probably tell you that he hasn't been (laughs) discovered yet well he'll just blame his sister for his broken leg when he was like five and that ruined his soccer career yeah uh yeah, but soccer soccer's weird, man. Although I, I do want to say because I don't know if you listened to it yet, the David Sampson, John Skipper. I did listen to that. Yeah. At one point, they referenced how the World Cup got like you know a billion people watching it versus the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's not fair comparison. <laughs> hey, right. If the Super Bowl was every four years, yeah, I feel like a lot more people would watch it. I looked it up compared to the Premier League. And that was a very similar number. The Premier League was like a million more, I think. Yeah. No, soccer's, I mean, however, you should look at the uh, Champions League final. I bet you that blows the Super Bowl out of, because that's every year. That blows the Super Bowl out of the water, I bet. Right. But that's also all of Europe. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, soccer. winner played the NFL winner, which obviously nobody would care about because it wouldn't even be close. But, like, if Canada and Mexico both had leagues that were large and mattered. Oh, for sure. That's the thing about soccer, though. Soccer is just a worldwide sport. It's not just England, you know. It's England, yeah. Spain, Germany, France, right. like Italy. It's a European sport. Yeah, I mean, well, and South American, too. Right. South Americans love soccer. I mean, but then like, nor- our normal football is like the third biggest sport in the world. Not even, probably lower than that. Cricket's massive. Um, oh, yeah. They love F1 racing around the world. 
That's a massive Rugby's sport. Very popular in a lot of other countries. Yeah. We are very central. I mean, for what our like our one sport, like we do a good job with football. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, but we just don't have the world's attention. <laughs> yeah, I and you know what? As much as America is stubborn in terms of not thinking that soccer is as popular as it is, I think other countries are stubborn and not getting behind the NFL. How about that? Nice. Because, <laughs> like, I honestly think like. Anybody who sat down, and obviously there's something about growing up with a sport, but if we started raising every kid to watch every sport, I think the NFL would become the most popular. Interesting. Because, like, it's uh, it's fast-paced. It's guys flying into each other. <laughs> it's typically high-scoring. You can see plays, like, there's just feats of athleticism every day that or every game that you're like, I, I didn't know humans were capable of that. And like, not that other sports don't have that, but I just feel like the NFL has a little bit of what you like about every sport combined into one sport. Yeah. But then like people from around the world will watch that and be like, why are they wearing pads? I'll just go watch rugby where they just beat the crap out of each other with no pads. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's more of a gruesome sport. I mean, rugby, right. rugby is bigger worldwide than normal football. But I think, but like rugby, you get, they have, like, and I've talked to, uh, there's this guy that used to come to my mom's bar who's a big Ravens fan. Shout out to Neil. He's listening. <laughs> and uh, he, he was a rugby official and like he was in charge of picking the officials for the rugby world cups. So, like he knows what he's talking about when it comes to rugby, but he liked the NFL so much more. Right. Because I think in rugby. I don't know. Football just doesn't. Bit... Nope. Go ahead. Oh, no. Did go I ahead. lose Elijah? You're not no, I'm here. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> I thought I lost you for a minute. No, I'm just, uh, I'm, just, I'm just scrolling. I think rugby has more downtime. Like, not actual downtime, but, like, they get into those weird scrums where they're just, like... Like, imagine just watching offensive lines for, like, two minutes at one point in the game. Right. No, that I understand that part. That part is boring. I just looked up the uh, top ten sports in the world, and football doesn't even crack the top ten. Really? Yes. Uh, we I mean, have. I guess it makes sense, like, if the most popular sport in India has more viewers than the NFL does. Yeah, no, it's golf ten, rugby nine, uh, baseball eight, basketball All seven, right. <laughs> table tennis when six. Is that list from that? Last year, huh. I mean, baseball is huge. I I would agree, yeah, baseball yeah. is bigger worldwide. Yeah. Uh, volleyball five. Volleyball is interesting. Tennis four. Hockey two. Cricket. No, sorry, hockey three. Cricket two, and then soccer one. I guess that does make like compared to the other major. Football is actually number nine. I mean. Of course. <laughs> Number one. Yes, yeah, right. Number one A. Um the NFL is like the only of the American sports, the NFL is the only one that's basically just popular in America. Like it's yeah, growing no, in for sure. And like Mexico it's growing a little bit, but like if you go to Germany, nobody's gonna care about the NFL. No. It's very American. I mean, considering how many people watch it, America just loves it. Yeah. But like the rest of the yeah, world, it'll just be really doesn't. Though, to see like thirty years from now, assuming that the NFL does eventually go over into England, 
and then from I don't know why they would stop there at that point. Like, do we eventually have the NFL as one of the world's more popular games? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's interesting to like like when I uh I'm on like the Manchester City subreddit or whatever, and I see like the, there's Americans involved with that. But I'm on like the Packers subreddit. It's very not many overseas fans. They're like they're yeah. actually like vocal at least. But it's, it's interesting to see like soccer is definitely bigger in America, or bigger yeah bigger in America than football is in the rest of the world. Yeah, but I think that you could probably look at the NFL because obviously the NFL was starting from further back than soccer. Yeah. They didn't rise to popularity in America <laughs> until like the nineties, really. Yeah. So yeah, you, um, we do. It's only been around for twenty, thirty years technically at that level of popularity. Right. So like, with what was I going to say? Like soccer, we have seen over the last decade skyrocket popularity in America. But what I still believe to be true to a degree and what we've talked about before is I think it's hard to become the most popular sport or one of the most popular sports in the country when it's not like you can't go to a game. Yeah. Like, and obviously you can go to an MLS game, but you like, uh, didn't Messi play in New York a few years ago? And yeah, that was sick. (laughs) Right. So like, like, if the NFL, I mean, we see it when the NFL goes to London, they sell out every game, and I'm sure there are American fans that go to London for that, but like the majority are probably English people. No, for sure. It's just it, it's funny they always are wearing different jerseys. Yeah, it's like not just like one team or the other team. It's just a bunch of random jerseys. It's like look at right. It's probably one of those things. Like if you are an NFL fan in England, you're going to go to that one game that you get. Yeah, but if you're a Chargers fan. You're not gonna wear a Jags uniform. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. No, it's interesting to look at for sure. Um, we'll see if football grows, but I don't know. It seems to. It just seems tough for it to get any traction elsewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it will eventually grow, but it probably has to. I mean, they're at least like as much as it's a crap product compared to the stuff over in England, like. The MLS being here does legitimize soccer yeah. because there's a professional league here, whether it's good or not. There's no, like, nobody is going to a football game this weekend in England or in Europe. Right. So. Actually, technically, eventually, technically, CJ, they are going to football games this weekend. That's true. Not real football. Oh, I didn't say it. <laughs> Should we uh, get back to covering the second game other than just the Packers Lions? Oh, yeah, that was the Packers-Lions talk. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, other games happened. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Colts blew the game against the Jaguars, which is nuts, which led to the Steelers beating the Ravens, and then which proceeded to lead us to Monday night. I'm going to skip everything else because nothing else really mattered Sunday. that much. Sunday night, right, no Monday night games. Chargers-Raiders, where all they had to do was tie and they didn't do it. And it was t- took away the greatness of sports from us. What do you think would have actually been the reaction if both teams just knelt the whole game? I would have loved it. I personally would have loved it. I would have loved every second of it, and I probably would have tuned in. I didn't watch this game because I didn't realize the implications of it. But like, if I like saw on Twitter that like, oh my gosh, we're <laughs> both teams have knelt three times already. Okay, I'm turning. I because I want to hear what the commentary is. <laughs> I want to hear what the fans are doing. Right. 
it's like this. It would just blow. It would take over the world if it was like okay. It'd be like in a soccer game where they just sit there with the ball in the midfield for ninety minutes and don't touch it. Right. It would. Yeah, I, it would break I the internet. That, I saw that Goodell said if they do it, both teams will have forfeited and both teams will take a loss. But I don't know what that would have done. Like I think it would have knocked the Chargers out. And the Raiders and the Steelers would have made it. So I guess that was their reasoning. But you know what I thought should have happened? They should have knelt the whole game. And then whoever had the ball last line up, like, you're going to take it. Yeah, just go like, for it. Somebody out and toss a little past it. Because, like, how many times do you have to do it before the other team is thinking, like, ah, oh, they're not going to do anything? I would, have, like, the third time around, just start having their, like, offensive lineman take the hike. You okay. have him kneel. Then you got like a defensive linebacker coming in to take the next kneel. They're like you still have the personnel switches, but like nothing's changing. Oh man, right. it would have been great. Oh, it would have been great, but it didn't happen. Instead, we got a really great game that almost ended up in a tie anyway. Yeah, that would have been crazy if there was all that talk about like, oh, they should just kneel the whole time for it to actually end in a tie. But it ended with no time left on the clock. Uh, the Chargers in regulation were down eight or eighteen. Were down fifteen with like five minutes left. Scored the touchdown, went for two, down seven, got the ball back with like three minutes left. Marched down the field. Herbert throws like a eleven yard touchdown, twelve yard touchdown as time expired. Sends the game to overtime. Raiders go down, kick a field goal, go up three. Chargers come back, get the ball. Go downfield, kick a field goal. They're up, or they're tied at three. Next score wins. Raiders march down the field as time expires. They kick a field goal. And there was a little bit of controversy in there. They had the ball. I think L- around little bits. Little bits an understatement. The game almost ended in a tie. <laughs> the game almost ended in a tie. They had the ball. The Raiders had the ball around the forty-five yard line. So long field goal range, but yeah, I guess Carson's pretty good. You're taking it. Right. Um, And the Chargers called a timeout. And it was a very controversial timeout. And I don't totally understand why. I mean, the coach's excuse. Staley, is that his name? Yeah. He's saying how they had to get their run personnel out there when having the worst ranked rush defense in the league is really funny. Um, Right. But, like, doesn't that also kind of boost the argument? Like, the Steelers did it, I'd be like, your defense is great. Like, just go with what you got. But if you're the Chargers, like, yeah, we, we need to make sure our best unit's out there. So what happened? Jacobs, they got a first down on third and six, I assume, and they kicked a field goal and won the game? Yeah. Okay. Right. People assume for some reason, I guess maybe they were closer to the 40, so it's more manageable of a field goal. People assume the Raiders are going to take a knee and just let the clock run out. But I, they wouldn't. At, like they drove to, yeah. to that point on the field, so they weren't just going to kneel. And they also, like, they lined up for a play, and they weren't in a in a formation that would typically result in a kneel. And then the Raiders got it, and Jacobs ran for like seven yards, eight yards, and then they kicked the game winning field goal. But it was like, I imagine being a Steelers I fan. Be the first one. Holy crap. They're, they kept showing one that was at the game, and I felt so bad for him. He looked like he was having a hard time. Like, I don't like the Steelers. I would have thought it was funny if that's how Roethlisberger's career ended. Yeah, I don't want that team anywhere near the playoffs. 
Yeah. Then, like, not, not, you're not saying that as a Packers fan that would be worried about them. You would love it if they made Oh, absolutely. Again. I mean, yeah. I, actually, I, I don't want to see anything to do with TJ Watt. But, yeah, at the same time, give me that team in the Super Bowl. Yes, right. please. Like, you, that, it's going to be a dreadful game that might end, you know, it's 17 no, 6. <laughs> but. <laughs> I, give me Big Ben throwing uh, duck farts all day, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy's career is. So, like, I we've talked about before. Can you play yourself out of the Hall of Fame career? This season should have done it for Alex <laughs> He's been so bad, awful, and like, and not smart. Like, at least Peyton's last season when he was dreadfully awful, he was still smart about it and like realized what he couldn't do to a degree. Roethlisberger looks like he still thinks he's twenty five and can make every throw he wants to. Yeah, no, it's bad. I mean, Manning did throw like 17 interceptions and nine touchdowns his last season. Yeah, but that's, I mean, he's the Steelers still- are going to win the Super Bowl, aren't they? Wouldn't that be amazing no. after this season? No. <laughs> it would suck a lot. Uh, it would suck a lot. I don't think anybody's rooting for them except no. Steelers fans. It literally is just Steelers fans. Um, yeah, no, so the Steelers get the last spot. Which leads us to the NH- NHL power rankings again. We're going back through. Yeah, we <laughs> have the wild at five. <laughs> we're going NFL playoffs, but before we get into it, we will go over the year's picks at the beginning of the year and see what we had. Okay, starting the NFC North, uh, we both had the Packers winning the division and making the playoffs. Nailed it. Uh, you had the Vikings coming in second. Nailed it. Bears third lines, you got that right. However, you had the Vikings making the playoffs. Damn. Uh, wait, is this the same? They were somewhat close, right? Uh, no. Yeah, the Vikings were eliminated last week, so I guess that's not the worst thing. Uh, NFC South, we both had the Bucks winning the division, making the playoffs. I had the Saints coming in second, and then Panthers, Falcons. You had Falcons, Saints, Panthers. So I take that as a win. We pretty much did well in that division. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> NFC West, we both had the Rams and the 49ers making the playoffs. All right, we got that right. Uh, you had the Cardinals in third and then Seahawks. I had the Seahawks and Cardinals, but I had the Seahawks making the playoffs. They did not. Neither of us had the Cardinals. However, I was right about three teams from the NFC West making the playoffs. We were right about that. We I think we talked about that in nauseum, how that was going to be the best division yeah. in football, and we were right. Because even the Seahawks finished 7-10, I think. Yeah, which is obviously not bad. Um, um, the NFC. Yeah, they were. Go ahead. There, then well, I guess the AFC North was the tightest. They had two eight and nine teams, and then a nine and seven and one and but ten and seven. I think quality of football. Uh, I think the NFC West was yeah. the best. And then the AFC West, the Broncos were seven and ten in last place. And then the Chargers missed it. Raiders and yeah. the Chiefs are in the playoffs, so that was a good division too. Uh, NFC East, I had the Cowboys in first and Washington Football Team in second, both are in the playoffs. That didn't happen. Cowboys did though. Uh, you had the Washington Football Team in first and the Cowboys in second, making the playoffs. So you got the Cowboys in the playoffs. Uh, you had right. the Giants better than the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy I'm wrong. I had the time I said I. I'm wrong about this. <laughs> I had the Eagles better than the Giants. Uh, NFC North, or sorry, AFC North. Ooh, this is tough here. We both had Brown Raven, Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. Oof, 
Yeah. So that's probably our worst prediction. And we both had the Browns and the Ravens making the playoffs. Meanwhile, no, the no, Bengals no, and the Steelers will make the playoffs. Right. <laughs> two games separated the Ravens from the Bengals. So, like, I don't feel that no. bad about being wrong, but that's by far our worst. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, AFC South. Uh, oh, my gosh. I thought that said Texans. Okay. I had the Titans and the Colts in first and second. You had Colts, Titans. Uh, we both had both teams making the playoffs. That was wrong. Except, uh, yeah, we both had the Titans, so we were both right about that. Both wrong with the Colts. And we had Jags, both Texans. The Jaguars would have been right. They haven't won there since 2018. <laughs> I know. That's, no, 2016. Oh, 2016, is it? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, AFC West, we both had the Chiefs in first. Nailed it. Uh, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos was my side, and you also had Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. I had the Chargers making the playoffs. What an idiot. We're um, <laughs> and then we were, it came down to the last game for us to be right. I had in the AFC East. I had Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, with Bills making uh, the playoffs. Be good for me. <laughs> you had Patriots, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. Fin- a lot closer than we thought we were, I was going to be at the start of this. Finn's down for CJ. Unfortunate to see. But if they had beaten the Falcons and the Jaguars, they would have been tied with the Bills. That's true. That's very true. It's a good point. Um, our current playoff is I have the Packers beating the Browns <laughs> in the Super Bowl. And you have the Packers beating the Chiefs, which can still happen. However, in the AFC Championship game, you have the Chiefs beating the Ravens, which cannot happen. Uh, we both have no. the Packers beating the Rams, which can happen. And I have the Browns right. beating the Bills, which cannot happen. Yeah. Not terrible. Uh, I would say uh, we both did better than Dom did. Dom's picks were some of the worst. <laughs> yeah, he's usually pretty bad at him because – I, I have told accused him of this to his face, so I'm not opposed to saying it Fair. to us. Behind I dare back. him to listen anyway. Uh, he has like the Colin Cowherd effect going, where <laughs> he would rather make 10 bad predictions so one can be right and he can brag about it than make 10 good predictions and be right about it nine times. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it, because there's you can't brag about saying like I have Chiefs Packers in the Super Bowl that happens like it's still like it would pay out a good amount because it's not easy to predict who's going to make the Super right. Bowl but like that's also chalk like, <laughs> that's probably in the top three most predicted Super Bowl matchups yeah but if you come up with you know Vikings Chargers which that might have actually been Dom's. I don't know if he had the Vikings, but he, he definitely had the Chargers. He had the Chargers, yeah. Yeah, and like that would be something that you could brag about and be like, "Look, I knew what I was talking about." <laughs> but if you get it right so or if you get it wrong so often, I feel like you can't brag about being right the one time you get it right. Obviously, that you would say that, but that's not how Dom operates. Nope. <laughs> um. All right. So we have the games here. I guess we will pick the playoff games. I am going to the Bills-Patriots game on Saturday, and I could not be more unhappy about it. <laughs> why Why are you going, then? Because my brother got me a ticket, and I'm going to see my brother this weekend. He's like, hey, let's go to the Bills game, and he's going with a bunch of his friends, and I don't want to be the guy that backs out, you know what I mean? Right, that's fair. But I'm just not <laughs> looking forward to it. <laughs> Is that your first? non-baseball playoff game yes this will be my first uh and i'll be don't don't get me wrong i'm the bills are my 
favorite team I'm rooting for out in the AFC, but I don't know how much I love them to be going to this. You know what might, might make it worse? It's supposed to be like one degree, right? Yep. And there's a chance of snow, but I think small. Wouldn't it be like how dreadful would this game be for you if it was another like one of their first games this year where it was just the Patriots running the ball every play and the Bills not being able to throw the ball? Um, hopefully we would leave at halftime. No one leaves at halftime. <laughs> I might. We'll see. <laughs> um, All right. Well, I we'll see what happens. I mean, I will, obviously I'll give a full report next week on the podcast if I survive. But I'm just not looking forward to going there and just... Make sure you bundle up. <laughs> Thanks, EJ. <laughs> just, just a suggestion. Appreciate <laughs> that. I'm sure you're happy I said that. You probably I almost forgot. I, I was just going to wear pants yeah. and a t-shirt. I forgot. I'll text you to remind you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so let's make some picks here for the games, and then we will end the podcast with some betting as New York... Uh, Legalized online gambling. They didn't even legalize gambling. They just did it so we can use our phones now. That's amazing. All right, hold on. Check this out. Is this because of the weather? So, like, the cheapest tickets for the Bengals game is 178. Cheapest for the Bucks yeah. is 175. Cheapest for the Cowboys is 149. Cheapest for the Chiefs is 99. Cheapest for the Rams is 64. Cheapest for the Bills is huh. 27. Whoa. This is Bills Patriots, though. I feel like this would be like a. This is probably the most exciting matchup of the weekend. I wonder if it's like Rams, a larger Rams, stadium Cardinals. capacity. So like, <laughs> I, yeah, that's weird. maybe they're just like cheapening tickets so people will go. Though you know, <laughs> right? I'm not excited. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep mentioning how I'm going to die, and I might. There's, it's going to be cold. Um, all right, TJ, let's make some picks here. I believe in you. Good luck. Thank you. Let's do it. Uh, first game of the weekend is Raiders at Bengals, with the Bengals at five and a half point underdogs at home. Um, I am going with the Bengals to cover. They are, you know, they're uh, high scoring offense. As much fun as the Raiders season has been, I say that sarcastically. It's been a dreadful season <laughs> for them, except for the people still on the uh, team. Shout out to them. Yeah, like it's it would be a cool story of like overcoming adversity, which you know the NFL loves to promote. But I think this is probably the end of the road for them. Yeah, um, I'm going to actually take the Raiders. I don't know if they win this game, but they sure know how to make games interesting. Um, so I'll, I'll take them to at least cover, maybe win. Uh, Bengals are inconsistent. I think we've talked about how like they're a year away and they're just overachieved yeah. this year. They got a heck of a team, really good young offense. So. But I don't know. This would be an interesting game. Two teams that really aren't projected to do anything. Um, right. But I don't know. We'll just. See. I think the Bengals could. Yeah, no. The Bengals are the uh, team I, I don't want to face out the two of them. But I could also see them losing this game to the Raiders. Because the Raiders yeah, just keep true. finding random I, ways to win football games. <laughs> I did uh, throw a few bucks down on them to make it to the Super Bowl just because it pays pretty Yeah, well. why not? Um, next game on the docket is Patriots-Bills. I'm going to take the Bills because I'm going to the game. And go Bills. That's fair. I uh, am actually going through on FanDuel and selecting. I'm going to make it a parlay bet. So oh! Put my money where my picks are. Heck yeah. And I have selected the New England Patriots. Mm, that's Boo this man. Patriots getting points in the playoffs. Like, boo. Got to take 
Um, <laughs> next game in sunny Tampa Bay, where I will not be. Eagles at Buccaneers. <laughs> Buccaneers, eight and a half point favorites at home. We got. I'm going to take the Eagles. That's a lot of points. Me too. I think the Eagles uh, are a little underrated. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say they're going to win the game, but I think they're going to win just because I want them to. Right. <laughs> I'm, That'd be a great first round matchup for the Packers. <laughs> yeah, I'm very much uh, going to pick teams that I want to win this year as opposed to teams that I think are going to win. Just because I want to, I want to project. I want to project the easiest path to the Super Bowl and the easiest Super Bowl for the Packers. Right. Because I'm a fan first before I am a uh, journalist, podcast type person. Of course. Um, Cowboy Forty Niners at Cowboys. Uh, This game's gonna be awesome. Cowboys are three point favorites at home. I am going to take the Forty Niners here. Yeah, I I already had them selected. Just to, you know, I'm not just scouting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the 49ers are a very sneaky team that can make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, which would really suck. But at the same time, like, get I the would, Cowboys out of here. Yeah, that's true. I'd have to look at it, but looking very quickly, I think that they might be the wild card team of the six wild card teams that I'd give the best shot to make it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they will, but <laughs> at the same time, like I would love to face Jimmy Garoppolo. No, ESPN, stop, stop. Oh no, stop. This random ad just starts playing at full volume. There's no need for that. Well, I couldn't hear it if that makes it any better. Oh, I mean, my ears are shot now. It's just full volume screaming oh, at me. Anyway, where were we? Um, no, I, I want to face Jimmy. I went over the. I don't know why I did the CJ. I went over the. This box score for the 49ers Packers game where they ran for yeah. a million yards. Jimmy Garoppolo threw eight passes. Eight passes. He threw eight passes. We lost. He threw Why for 67 it? yards. Uh, Mostert had 220 rushing yards and four touchdowns. Jeez. <laughs> makes you wonder what Debo is going to do. Oh, God. Uh, Steelers at Chiefs. The next game, Chiefs, 12 and a half point favorites. I would love the Steelers to win yeah. this game. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a big number, but I think the Chiefs are going to cover it. I, I Not even, like, the Chiefs could score 20, and I think they got a good shot to cover it. Oh, yeah, that. for sure. I'm going to take the Chiefs here, even if they're held to 20 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Cardinals at Rams is the last game. Another great game here. Rams, four-point four favorites at home. I am going to take the Rams. I'm going to go Cardinals one more time. Uh, For the last time, I think that uh, I <laughs> they would probably be the second team in a wild card position that I would take to make a run to the Super Bowl. They they're kind of nice. So like at the end of the day, they can win any game. Yes, whether he's at his best or not, because he just has a freakish athleticism. That agreed. Will win them games whether they are supposed to be in them or not. Agreed. All right. So those are our playoff predictions. Um, I'm not going to flesh out the whole playoffs right now. We'll just do that. We've already done that. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> CJ's putting his money where his mouth is. We will keep us updated on that. We will obviously get more structured gambling ideas down as football season wraps up and we try to find out how to fill content. Right. Um, we're going to have Dom's Gambling Corner on uh, the other podcast, but that's easy enough because soccer never stops. Even when soccer yeah. stops, there's... Soccer gambling must be tough, though. Oh, well, okay. You ready for my gambling story? All right, here we go. 
let's so I'm not a gambling guy. I actually don't want anything to do with gambling because it's addicting as hell, and it's just yeah. I would get so mad watching a game. Like Dom the other day, he complained about it six times at work today. He had had this parlay where the center for the Pistons, I think, needed eight yeah. rebounds, and he had five in the first quarter. Yeah, and he finished with seven. No, I'm out on that. That happens once to me. I'm throwing everything through a wall. Everything. It's going through a wall. So anyway, it's uh, it can be frustrating. Yeah, to say the least. But anyway, the uh, Caesars is doing a promotion where if you bet a hundred dollars on NBA games, uh, you get a hundred and fifty dollar uh, gift card to the NBA store. Ooh. So I did whether that, you win or lose. Yeah, whether you win or lose, they, like if you bet the hundred dollars, they give you one hundred fifty dollars to the uh, store. So like that's cool. I, I want like an official NBA jersey. So I was like, hey, what's the worst that could happen? I win the I win a bet or a couple bets on like this hundred dollars and I get an NBA jersey. Worst comes to worst, I spent a hundred dollars and got a hundred and fifty dollar jersey. Um right. so I was like, I'll do that one. So they also had this promotion where if you enter this code you get a, th- a free three hundred dollars of their money. So I took that three hundred dollars and then I put an additional hundred dollars because the NBA thing you have to have cash your own hundred dollars. Not their hundred dollars, so yeah. I had to put an additional hundred bucks in. So then I was like, "All right, I'm going to take my three hundred and put it on one game." And I put it on Manchester City against Southampton in two weeks. Oh, C- soccer! You did soccer? well. City has won like ten straight games. They're killing everyone. Southampton's not great, and City's like minus three seventy five. Right. So like, I have a feeling I know where this is going. Well, they haven't played yet, so I'm I'm still all in the positives. Oh, okay. Um, so like, if they win. I'll make three hundred and eighty-three bucks, so it's really not much at all. But at the same time, it's not my three hundred dollars; it's their three hundred dollars. So I'm still making out right. plus three hundred. Well, so I p- placed that bet. But what they did was they took my hundred dollars cash and used it on that game. <laughs> so I had a bonus hundred dollars still available, not a cash hundred dollars. So I can't use that bonus hundred dollars on NBA games to get my jersey. <laughs> I have to use that. Hundred dollars on something else. So my hundred dollars cash is currently tied up in the Manchester City game. Which is, <laughs> so now you care a lot more. Yeah, well, now I care a lot about the game. Not only do I have two hundred of their dollars, I have hundred of my own dollars on the game, which they should win. Uh, the worst thing that could happen is they lose, and I lose that money, and then I have to put an additional hundred dollars in for the NBA thing. I lose that, and then I pay two hundred dollars for a hundred fifty dollars jersey. But odds are, like I said, minus three seventy five is pretty damn good odds. Yeah, I think you're in good shape. City should win that game, no problem. Soccer's weird, though. It is, because then, so here's the other part of it. So I have my bonus $100. Well, I can't use this bonus $100 on the NBA to get my jersey. I have to use it on something else. So I was like, all right, let me find another soccer game that is... Oh, my God. Let me find another soccer game that's stupid easy odds so I can bet 100 bucks and win, like, 125 Nothing crazy, but just, like, something that's, like, guaranteed to happen. So I took a right. Bayern Munich, who's the best team in Germany by far. I took them against some random team they're facing this weekend for a hundred bucks. I'll win like one hundred and thirty if they win. Issue with that: the team they're facing has like seven draws this year. They have they've only lost three times. <laughs> oh, All they do is just tie people. I didn't take the tie. I took Bayern Munich to win. Last time these te- two teams played each other. Bayern Munich only won three to two, and it was in Bayern Munich. So now they're traveling to the other team's place. So it's just like <laughs> that's weird. I would have thought a team that ties a lot would be like zero zero one one. 
I wouldn't think of they uh, three. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Three or two, two. Bayern Munich scores a lot, so like they only scored three goals. So right. it's like, so like I'm really interested to see that. That game I'm worried about because this team, like the thing with soccer is you have that draw element because you can bet on right. a draw. Like you can bet win loss draw and right. draws a more normal outcome than in any other sport. So anyway, best case scenario, I come out of this plus five hundred dollars or whatever. Worst case scenario, I'm going to spend two hundred of my own dollars to get a hundred fifty dollar NBA jersey. <laughs> but it could be worth it. it. Could hey, as long as City beats Southampton, I have nothing to worry about, and they should. They should very much win that game. But I will be invested in that game more than I've ever <laughs> invested in a Manchester City game, yeah. a regular season game, I should say. <laughs> anyway, that's my betting story, and I vow never to do it again because they, those sneaky sons of guns, took my hundred bucks I didn't want. Away. Ugh, anyway. found a way to get you in. How are you doing on betting so well, far? Also, the Heat uh, won by uh, a lot of points tonight. While you were telling that story, I just won <laughs> yeah, seven bucks. <laughs> nice, nice. So, I guess I'm doing okay. <laughs> it was it was weird. I just logged on to FanDuel, and it had the Knicks, plus, or, uh, the Knicks minus 16 and a half, but they were up by 22. <laughs> so it's like okay, I'll just throw five bucks on. There was like four minutes left. I was like, that seems like a lock, and it was. Oh, there <laughs> so, you go, easy money. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. That one by twenty three. Yeah, what's that all about? Freaking Mavericks. How many did Lucas score? I think Dom took that. Give me the Lucas stat line. Uh, one second. Luca finished with twenty one. How many rebounds assists? Double double, eleven rebounds. All right, so I think Dom double hit. Points. I think Dom was going to take Luca with a double double tonight, and maybe over nineteen and a half points. Nice. I just can't. I can't do it, man. I like Dom's getting pissed off at a Pistons Bulls game <laughs> on a Monday night. I know. Like I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not betting on games that I don't care about. I just I it's because I want part of the I want to bet for fun. Like I want to throw two bucks on a game. If they if I win, I'll make six. If I lose, I lost two dollars. I'll survive. But like, I, I'm not gonna do it on Pistons Bulls. I will never care about Pistons Bulls. Dom just does Unless these things. We're going back to 1990, I don't care about Pistons Bulls. Dom just does these one dollar parlays that pay out like 650 bucks. So it's like I know. you're. I mean, he's that's the thing. Like I love the idea. But I also don't love the idea that he's actually getting invested in them. Like, I would just do that parlay for a dollar and then just come back the next morning and look. No, he's got the Pistons-Bulls yeah. game up in the fourth quarter screaming at this guy to get a rebound because he'll win 700 bucks if he does. Yeah. That, I like his strategy, but I don't think he understands how hard it is. Uh, the commitment is soft. I mean, that's the thing. All he has to do is hit one, and he can do another 200 parlays like that and still come out with a profit right. you know what i mean right he's got i asked so him like, today he's got every single i don't know about you but he's got every single like app on this front page now caesar's right. DraftKings, I, FanDuel. i'm not i right now i have FanDuel because my DraftKings account is giving me issues but once that starts working i'm just gonna use DraftKings. yeah because like I might look at the other apps to see if there's better odds somewhere, but for the most part, I'd rather just keep all the money in one place instead of having 
a hundred dollars in rest. I'd rather have a hundred dollars in one place than a hundred dollars in three places. Yeah, no, I just want. I want. I we'll follow this saga along. We'll see how it goes. But I just want my NBA jersey, and then I'm out of there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but like with what Don's doing, so FanDuel gives like popular parlays. So I don't know if you can really see what I'm showing. I know. You. Uh, yeah, but I got the idea. This one is Buddy Heald to get 15, Malik Monk to get 15, De'Aaron Fox to get 20, Tyrese Halberton to get 15, <laughs> Russ to get 20, and LeBron to get 30. A $1 bet on that pays $20, $21. Yeah, that's not worth it. See, those are the ones he doesn't do. He does the other ones. Right. But, like, he does ones that pay $700. But all that that I just read to you alone is complex enough. <laughs> He does ones that need, like, you know, he needed Nikola Vucevic to get the first basket of the game the other day. And, like, it happened to work out for him. But, like, he, was, he was telling me, he goes, if you ever do the first basket things, mind you, I'm never going to do the first basket things. He goes, if you ever do them, just do it centers. I've had a decent <laughs> decent luck with that. I'm like. <laughs> He's giving gambling advice already, huh? Oh, I can't wait for another week and a half to see how he's feeling about it. I got to have to do weekly updates with him on the other podcast and just be like, yeah. see what his mentality is. Because we were talking about how, like, yeah. you're, you're going to gamble the right way where you make, like, a couple dollars here and you're just going to be, like, a steady, steady increase. You know what I mean? You're not going right. to lose a lot of money. I bet you you'll just gain, like, low amounts of money. Then you have Dom. Right. Who's just going to take these dollar parlays forever until he hits one, and it's all going to be worth it. <laughs> See, that's going to be the worst thing for him. Him hitting the $700 parlay, he's just going to think he could He do did it with horse racing. Time. His first day of horse yeah. racing, he almost won $1,000. <laughs> Which, it's just so stupid. <laughs> and then your mind starts so wondering, I, like, make, make that $1 parlay a $300 parlay. See, but that's the issue. That's where it gets you. Is once you win it once, you're like, man, I wish I had more than a dollar on that. Then it turns like, into two dollars and ten dollars and twenty dollars and fifty dollars. That's the thing. Like going from one to two dollars, you're doubling your payout, and like two dollars doesn't seem like a lot. What's ten bucks? You're putting down bets. It's fifty dollars to a hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, you go to you go from two to five, and then it's you go from five to ten, and next thing you know, you're dropping a hundred bucks on a Pistons Bulls game. But if you hit one, but if you hit one, it only takes one. <laughs> Gambling's dangerous. I have said, and I would give this advice to anybody who wants to get involved: anytime you place a bet, you need to be more excited about what you could win than scared about what you could lose. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So, like, if if you can afford to bet $20 and if you lose it, it's not a big deal, go for it. Yeah. That's great. But, like, I am never going to put down more than 10 bucks on a game. And even 10 would be, like, an extreme – like, I'm super, supremely confident. Then you have, it's gonna then you have me who doesn't bet and I got $300 wrapped up in a soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I can't say that I wouldn't. I, I did two $50 bets, but one of them was uh, Chiefs, whoever they played, Broncos, 
to score three or more. Yeah, easy money there. And then Jets Bills to score three or more. Yeah, so, so I you, put a hundred dollars yeah. into my account to start, and I'm at two fifty right now. Yeah, no, I. So put, I've done pretty well considering I haven't bet more than five dollars on a game. Yeah, I'll, I'll re, re uh, reemphasize the point that I've only put a hundred of my actual dollars into it. But I still didn't want to use that 100 actual dollars on what I used it on, so we'll see what happens there. Anyway, we yeah. will keep us. And I plan to make this $250 last me, like, until the next, like, a year from now. Do a $250 parlay right now. <laughs> uh, we can, got Utah, Colorado. Can you, three point game. can you do one and tell me what the payout is before actually making the bet? Yeah, what do you want? I don't know. Just do like uh, just all right. Name, name. Uh, go through the NFL teams. We'll do a parlay. Pick a pick a winner in each game. All right. Uh, so Vegas uh, Raiders Bengals. Take all the underdogs. All right. So Raiders, Patriots, Eagles, 49ers, Steelers, Cardinals. If I were to put two hundred and fifty dollars on it, it would pay out twelve thousand seven. Oh, that's not even that much. I thought it'd be more than that. Twelve thousand is That's a lot, a, though. Like, it's tough. Like, if I were to do a one dollar bet on that, I'd pay fifty bucks. No, we got to You got to get them. You got to add more. You got to do like the twenty-five different parlays in one basketball game, where you're looking for the That's the a, third assist in the fourth quarter for one guy, and you're screaming at the TV because yeah. he can't. The guy keeps missing the shot. <laughs> I wonder. I'm gonna go through this, and it might take me too long, so we don't have to sit and wait it out. But I'm gonna do a first touchdown score parlay. We're going to have Jamar Chase get it for that game. Um, first touchdown score. We're going to have Josh Allen run one in that game. Oh, I want to pick one for the next one. Not... All right. Uh, I'm going to say Tom Brady's rushing touchdown in the Bucks game. Uh, Tom Brady, that seems like it would be a, a little out there. Uh, we're going to have a Debo Samuel uh, passing touchdown for the first one in the 49ers game. Well, who's it going to? Because you're betting on who's oh, scoring it. He's also going to catch it. <laughs> All right. Debo Samuel for his touchdown for the 49ers. Uh, TJ Watt. Touchdown. Steelers, Chiefs. Steelers no, defense. No. Steelers, Steelers defense. defense. No, that's plus 3,900. That's going to throw this off. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even let me include them. What? Why? No, because the, the payout's already too big. If I were to bet $10 on Jamar Chase, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and Debo Samuel scoring the first touchdown in all the four of those games, it would pay out $191,000. No, 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 okay. First off, not terrible Not terrible for 10 bucks. Second off, can you do that with the 250 and just see how many down you can go before it tells you it's too much money? I was going to take away Tom Brady and add somebody new because I wanted to see. Because he's he's the one that really blows that up because he's plus 2,900. QB uh, sneak for a touchdown. It doesn't let me bet that much. <laughs> yeah, because they don't. They won't even let me do it. Uh, they don't want you to do Not even Jamar Chase, 250 bucks to score the first touchdown? Oh, yeah. I could do just one guy. If I were to do $50 on that four four-guy parlay, it would be $959,000. <laughs> but, like, that's crazy because outside of Tom Brady, like, all of those are very somewhat realistic. Let's see if I just did. I better get No, do the two. Can you do the 250? 
Uh, on Jamar? No, on those four. <laughs> no, it won't let me because the pay the payout is too big. I don't think they want to do a payout more than a million. <laughs> but if I did, a, if I bet all two hundred fifty on Jamar, Josh Allen, and Debo getting into the end zone for the first touchdown, that'd be a hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Wow, <laughs> that's actually like, that's nuts, dude. Yeah, if you find the right things to bet and you parlay it, you can make serious money. Like, I might go through and do a first touchdown score for three games and put a dollar on it and see what happens. Honestly, you know what? A dollar on Jamar, Josh Allen, and Debo scoring the first touchdown of their games pays 639 bucks. You got the Dom Parlay disease already, CJ. Send me 50 cents. We'll go have these on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Venmoing fifty, can yeah, I Venmo fifty so, cents? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be crazy if we won that. <laughs> but yeah, betting is uh, fun. Betting is dangerous. Do it smart. I like to think I am doing pretty well at that. I'm not betting basketball to a large degree because I don't know enough at this point in the season. Uh. But, yeah, it's been fun. I'm happy that they finally legalized it. I don't want to do it to a degree where I'm losing money. But at this point, <laughs> thanks for the 50 cents. Yeah, no, and then you have me on the other hand who's dropping $400 on two soccer games. <laughs> right, good luck, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for you. Uh, anyway, all right. I think we got ended there. I, mean, we were, yep. I gotta go to bed. All right, CJ. Good luck oh, with the. Uh, yeah, good luck with all your betting endeavors, and uh, hopefully I will. Thank I, you. I will talk to you Saturday, Sunday after I survive my Saturday excursion. Yeah, good luck at the game, and I can't bring myself to root for the Eagles, but I won't root actively for the Bucks for you. Appreciate that. <laughs>